0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast, a podcast where we discuss the critical crossroads that shape SpaceX, Tesla, X, Boring Company, and Neuralink. I'm your host, Will Walden. Today's episode first focuses on a significant development in the tech industry. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Block Inc., has implemented major changes to the company's performance management system and appointed a new chief technology officer. Now, this comes alongside a notable reduction in the company's workforce. The reason why we're covering Jack Dorsey is because of Blue Sky, one of Jack's companies, and it's a competitor of X.com. In a recent internal memo, Dorsey outlined his vision for instilling a culture of excellence within Block. This vision includes the elimination of traditional annual performance reviews and performance improvement plans, or PIPs, And these changes are part of Dorsey's broader strategy for restructuring his company, which also involves reducing the workforce by 10% to a total headcount of 12,000 people. Now, Jack Dorsey, who co-founded Block, formerly Square, and previously founded Twitter, critiqued the company's former methods for evaluating employee performance in his communication to staff. He announced the removal of performance improvement plans, or PIPs, which were traditionally used to provide employees with feedback on their shortcomings and ways to improve. Usually when an employee gets a PIP, it means they're probably not going to be around very much longer. And Dorsey's new strategy emphasizes ongoing performance evaluation rather than relying on delayed feedback mechanisms inherent in PIPs. Now Dorsey's memo underscored the need for continuous performance evaluation. He expressed dissatisfaction with the existing performance management practices noting that they do not effectively promote excellence. The new system will use milestones such as product launches as opportunities for providing immediate and personalized feedback, rather than waiting for scheduled review cycles. And under the new system, employees failing to meet expectations can face immediate dismissal. This approach is intended to prevent underperformance and ensure that only high-performing employees remain with the company. Dorsey's approach represents a departure from traditional corporate performance management practices moving towards a more dynamic and immediate evaluation process. In addition to these performance management changes, Dorsey announced the appointment of a new chief technology officer. Danji Prasana, a long-standing employee and the chief scientist at Block, has been appointed to this role. Now, this move signifies a strategic shift in the company's technological direction And an emphasis on enhancing shared technology platforms across various business units. Block, known for its Square Register POS system, has seen substantial growth, particularly in sectors like Bitcoin transactions. However, Dorsey has observed that the rapid increase in employee numbers has not been commensurate with the company's growth and performance. And this disparity has led to the decision to scale back the workforce and include more stringent performance evaluation criteria. Starting next year, Block will implement a new performance rating system. Employees will be categorized as exceeds, meets, or falls below expectations. This system is designed to create clear, accountable conversations about performance, ensuring that all employees are aware of where they stand and what is expected of them in a timely manner. Now, the changes at Block come at a time when the company is performing well in the market. Notably, Block has seen a significant increase in Bitcoin revenue, and a corresponding surge in its share price. These financial successes underscore the importance of Dorsey's move to maintain a high-performance, efficient workforce. And now moving on to SpaceX. Elon Musk recently shared an image on Friday highlighting the last batch of four version 1 starships at the company's Starbase facility. The photo reveals the final V1 starships, making the culmination of this version's development. SpaceX introduced the first Version 1 Starship prototype in 2020, specifically crafted for orbital test flights. And while several prototypes have been built, the Version 1 series represents a significant step in the Starship's evolution. Musk, in a recent update on X, indicated that the forthcoming Starship models will be equipped with advanced Raptor engines. These next-gen engines are expected to outperform current models in several aspects. In recent post on X, Musk expressed his enthusiasm for the new Raptor engines, noting their robustness and the elimination of the need for a heat shield. He mentioned that these engines would offer increased thrust and incorporate multiple enhancements. And the role of SpaceX's Starship is crucial in Musk's ambitious plans for space exploration, including manned missions to the moon and to Mars. Now, Starship's second launch occurred on Saturday of last week, successfully completing its stage separation. However, an explosion followed, affecting the booster, and the spacecraft lost communication with the SpaceX team after ascending to about 150 kilometers in space past the carbon line. Now, the test launch, aiming for a complete round-trip flight to the Pacific Ocean splashdown, unfortunately did not achieve its final objective. But overall, it was a success. Next up, we're examining a developing story involving tech billionaire Elon Musk and his company X, formerly known as Twitter. And Musk has announced his intention to file a substantial lawsuit Against Media Matters for America and other entities alleging a fraudulent attack on his company. This legal threat follows a wave of major advertisers, including IBM, Lionsgate, Paramount, Apple, and Disney, withdrawing their ads from the X platform. And these events were triggered by Musk's engagement with anti Semitic rhetoric on X and a report by Media Matters showing major advertisers' ads being displayed next to white supremacist content. In the following segments, we'll explore the details of the situation, including the responses from both X and Media Matters, the impact of advertising on X, and the broader context of free speech and content moderation challenges facing social media platforms. Now, in the first part, we delve into Elon Musk's announcement of a thermonuclear lawsuit against Media Matters and other collaborators. This strong reaction comes in the wake of several key advertisers halting their campaigns on X. The precipitating factor for this exodus was a report by Media Matters, which highlighted the presence of ads alongside white supremacist content on X. And this report and the subsequent advertiser withdrawal significantly affects X revenue, which has been under pressure since Musk's takeover in late of 2022. Now, Musk's response not only includes a lawsuit threat, but also a robust defense of X as a platform committed to free speech. Now, next, we're going to focus on the Media Matters report and its immediate consequences. The report revealed that mainstream brands' ads on X were appearing next to pro-Nazi posts. This revelation prompted a swift reaction from major advertisers, leading to a notable reduction in ad spending on the platform. A Media Matters, known for monitoring media for conservative misinformation, has stood by its report, while X has countered by claiming the report misrepresents the user experience on the platform. This dispute highlights the challenges social media companies face in balancing free speech with the need for brand safety and moderation. Now let's examine the controversy surrounding Musk's own tweets a little bit, which have been criticized for promoting anti-Semitic and racist views. And these tweets, including Musk's endorsement of an anti-Semitic post and his agreement with a post about the Jewish community, have escalated the public backlash against him and X. And the response from the White House and other public figures underscores the growing concern over the spread of hate speech on social media platforms. Now, Musk's tweets have not only affected public perception, but also influenced the decision-making of advertisers, and the recent withdrawal of major advertisers from X marks a significant turn in the platform's financial trajectory. Since Elon Musk's acquisition and subsequent changes to the platform, X has witnessed a steady departure of top advertisers, a trend accelerated by the recent controversy. And this exodus not only reflects a direct loss in revenue for X, but also signals a broader concern in the advertising industry about aligning with platforms that are perceived to tolerate or promote harmful content. And the situation at X is emblematic of a growing dilemma for social media platforms, the need to balance user engagement and free speech with the commercial and ethical expectations of advertisers. Musk's push for a paid, ad-free version of X can be seen as a strategic pivot to counter this advertising shortfall, but it also raises questions about the viability of such a model and the long-term sustainability of the platform. Now, advertisers' decisions to pause their spending on X underlines the increasing pressure companies face to align their market strategies with social and ethical values. In an era where brand reputation is closely tied to the platforms they associate with companies are becoming more cautious and selective. The shift is not only limited to X, it reflects a broader trend in digital advertising, where brand safety and ethical considerations are becoming paramount. And as a result, social media platforms are compelled to scrutinize and potentially adjust their content moderation policies and community standards to create a safer environment for both users and advertisers. This balancing act is very challenging, though as it requires platforms like X to maintain their user base and appeal, while also ensuring that their content does not alienate key commercial partners. The developments at X are highlighting the evolving dynamics between social media platforms and the advertising industry. Traditionally, social media companies have relied heavily on ad revenue, but the current crisis at X may accelerate a shift towards alternative revenue models, including subscription-based services. This shift could redefine the relationship between social platforms and advertisers, as platforms may begin to prioritize user subscriptions over ad sales. However, this transition is fraught with challenges, as it requires a loyal and willing user base to pay for content and services that have traditionally been free The outcome of this transition for X and the broader industry remains to be seen, but it certainly marks a potential change in the business models of most social media platforms. And the controversy surrounding X and its approach to content moderation brings to the forefront the enduring debate over free speech in the realm of social media. Elon Musk's vision of X as a bastion of free speech has sparked a complex discussion about the limits and the responsibilities of social media platforms in regulating content. And while the principle of free speech is fundamental, A challenge lies in addressing the spread of content that's harmful, such as hate speech and misinformation and disinformation, which have real world consequences. Now, this situation underscores the intricate balance that platforms like X and Facebook must strike, allowing a wide range of viewpoints to be expressed while also ensuring that this freedom does not lead to the proliferation of dangerous or extremist content. The X case also highlights the broader challenges faced by social media platforms in content moderation. Unlike traditional media, which have well-established editorial standards and practices, social media platforms are relatively new and constantly evolving, making the development of consistent and effective content moderation policies more complex. The rapid pace at which information spreads on these platforms further complicates these efforts. As a result, social media companies are often in the position of making difficult decisions about what constitutes acceptable speech, and how to enforce these standards without impinging on the fundamental right to free expression. This ongoing debate is not unique to X. It is a central issue for all social media platforms as they navigate the ever-changing digital landscape and its impacts on society. The uncertainty about whether and when X Corp. will file the lawsuit, in which jurisdiction, adds to the complexity of the situation. The stance of media matters in the face of Musk's threat, along with potential legal and regulatory challenges, sets the stage for a significant legal and public relations battle that could have far-reaching consequences for X, Musk, and the media industry at large. X could see a significant drop in revenue while these advertisers pause or leave the platform. We're going to be talking about a developing story in X previously known as Twitter. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get right into it. In the spotlight today is Linda Iaccarino, CEO of X. She's facing a storm of controversy and a chorus of voices calling for her resignation. And these calls come from a group of influential advertising executives, alarmed by the recent actions and statements of X's owner, Elon Musk. Yacarino, with her roots in NBC Universal, stepped into X with the ambitious task of rejuvenating its ad business. But Musk’s takeover and his unique approach to running the platform have led to a significant advertiser pullback. Why? Concerns over content moderation and the platform’s future direction are at the heart of it. And the situation escalated when Musk endorsed an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, causing major advertisers like Disney. Paramount, and IBM to hit pause on their spending. This isn't just about a few ads not showing up. It's a reflection of deeper concerns about the platform's direction and its values. Now, Lou Pascalis, a marketing industry veteran, is leading the charge for Yaccarino's resignation. He believes her reputation is at risk. But Yaccarino isn't budging. She's committed to X's vision and the team, focusing on the truth and the platform's critical role. And Yaccarino's stance was echoed, in a letter to employees where she emphasized the importance of their work and acknowledged the criticism they face. She asserts X's efforts to combat anti-Semitism and discrimination, responding to criticism from Media Matters. This watchdog group had reported that ads for major brands appeared next to pro-Nazi content on X. Yacarino accused Media Matters of misrepresenting the user experience and misleading advertisers. However, X did not remove the accounts mentioned in Media Matters reports, stating that these accounts had minimal engagement and would be ineligible for monetization. Now, let's talk about Musk's response. He announced plans to file a lawsuit against Media Matters, accusing them of a fraudulent attack on the platform. This move by Musk highlights the ongoing debate about free speech and content moderation in the digital age. Now, let's put this in a broader context. The controversy at X is unfolding against a backdrop of a global increase in anti-Semitism. Musk's approach to content moderation and free speech has been a point of contention, especially after a significant layoff in X's content moderation team. And the financial implications for X are significant. The withdrawal of major advertisers puts pressure on the company's revenue streams, which could have long-term effects on its business model and sustainability. And as we look at this unfolding story, a few questions arise. What does this mean for the future of X under Musk's leadership? And how will Yakarino's decision to stay or leave shape her career in the company's future? And importantly, what does this situation say about the role of social media platforms in shaping public discourse? Now, let's delve a little bit deeper into the implications of the situation. The controversy at X isn't happening in a vacuum. It's part of a larger conversation about how social media platforms balance free speech with responsible content moderation. This is especially poignant in our current climate where misinformation and hate speech are hot-button issues. Elon Musk, known for his groundbreaking work with Tesla and SpaceX, has always been a polarizing person. His approach to running X is no different. His philosophy on free speech and content moderation is under intense scrutiny, particularly in the light of his recent comments and the subsequent advertiser backlash. But what about the advertisers? The role in this saga is crucial. By pulling out their ads, they're not just expressing disapproval, they're also influencing the platform's financial health and potentially its content policies. This move by major brands is a powerful statement about corporate responsibility and ethical advertising in today's digital landscape. Now let's talk about the employees a little bit. The morale and the future of the workforce under Musk's leadership are important aspects of the story. After the layoffs that followed Musk's takeover, the remaining team faces uncertainty and challenges ahead. And how they adapt to the new direction of X and maintain the platform's functionality and integrity is something to watch closely. Now, the topic of leadership in times of crisis is important. Yakarino's decision to stay at X, despite the turmoil, speaks volumes about her leadership style. It's a high-stakes situation, balancing interests of advertisers, users, employees, and shareholders. Her navigation through these choppy waters will be a case study in crisis management and leadership resilience. And the global aspect of this controversy is important as well. Social media platforms like X have users across the globe, and their policies have international repercussions. The decisions made by Musk and Yakarino don't just affect users in the United States. They ripple across the world, influencing public discourse and social media regulation in various countries. This global dimension adds complexity and significance to the ongoing developments at X. Now, it's clear that the story of X is about more than just a social media platform. It's a narrative about leadership, corporate responsibility, global communication, and the evolving nature of digital public spaces. Next, we are focusing on a significant upheaval and a rival of Elon Musk, OpenAI. The company, a leader in artificial intelligence, is currently embroiled in an internal crisis. Over 600 employees have signed an open letter demanding the reinstatement of former CEO Sam Altman and co-founder Greg Brockman. Now, this situation erupted following Altman's controversial dismissal and Brockman's removal from the board triggering widespread discord within the organization. Now, the turmoil at OpenAI began with the board's decision to oust Altman, citing his alleged lack of transparency in dealings with the board. And this decision has not only stirred unrest among the staff, but also attracted attention from key investors, including Microsoft. And in a bold move, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella announced the hiring of Altman and Brockman to lead a new advanced AI research unit. Now, this development opened avenues for OpenAI employees to potentially join Microsoft, adding to the complexity of the situation at OpenAI. And in a swift response to the unfolding events, OpenAI's board appointed Mira Murati as interim CEO. However, this decision was quickly reversed with Emmett Shear, the former CEO of Twitch, being named as her replacement. And this rapid change in leadership has contributed to the growing instability and dissatisfaction among the OpenAI staff. The employees have voiced their concerns over the lack of transparency and clear communication regarding the board's decisions. An open letter penned by the OpenAI employees underscores their discontent with the board's handling of the situation, and they criticize the board for actions they believe have jeopardized the company's mission and the integrity. The employees urged the board to resign, proposing Brett Taylor and Will Hurd as new independent lead board members and demanding the reinstatement of Altman and Brockman. That would be kind of difficult considering Brockman and Altman have joined Microsoft. And this internal conflict reflects wider debates within the AI industry about the pace of development and also ethical considerations. Altman's approach to commercializing OpenAI's technologies, especially ChatGPT, has been at the center of this tension, highlighting the challenges of balancing innovation with responsible AI development. And the governance structure of OpenAI, designed to safeguard against the risks of AI, has come into question amid these events. The board's significant influence over the company's strategic direction and leadership decisions has become a critical aspect of the current crisis the potential migration of a large portion of OpenAI staff to Microsoft's new AI subsidiary could significantly impact OpenAI's future projects and influence in the AI research field. And this situation underscores the pivotal role of OpenAI in the global AI landscape and the critical nature of its leadership and governance. And as OpenAI confronts this crisis, the AI community and the tech industry at large are closely monitoring these developments. The outcome of this dispute will not only determine the future of OpenAI, but also could influence the trajectory of AI development worldwide. The unfolding saga at OpenAI highlights the the complex interplay between technology, corporate governance, and employee advocacy in today's fast-paced tech landscape. It raises important questions about leadership, accountability, and the role of employees in shaping the direction of influential tech companies. And the current situation at OpenAI serves as a reminder of the fragile balance between innovation, ethical responsibility, and the corporate governance in the rapidly advancing field of artificial intelligence, and how this crisis is resolved can set a precedent for similar disputes going forward. The developments at OpenAI represent a critical moment for the company. Will it continue on or will it flounder? The decisions made in the coming days will have lasting implications for the future of AI research. Microsoft, OpenAI, and all parties involved. The next story is a film. Uh, the showcasing of the much-anticipated Cybertruck at select showrooms in California. This move comes just before the truck's delivery event slated for later this month. A critical highlight for this week has been the confirmation of the Cybertruck's payload in the towing capabilities, which were revealed through an advertisement near a Tesla showroom. Now, the Cybertruck, now on display at the UTC Mall in San Diego, I've been there, it's beautiful, boasts a payload capacity of up to 2,500 pounds and towing capacity of 11,000 pounds. However, it remains unclear which truck configuration these ratings apply to. And alongside these capabilities, the vehicle is noted for its adaptive air suspension, catering to both on-road and off-road conditions, And the robust build featuring an ultra hard stainless steel exoskeleton and shatter resistant glass. Now, comparing these figures with competitors, the Cybertruck shows strong competitiveness in the electric truck sector. Ford's F 150 Lightning, for instance, offers up to 10,000 pounds of towing capacity and payload capacity of 2,235 pounds, while Rivian's R1T stands at a payload capacity of 1,746 pounds and a towing capacity of 11,000 pounds. And despite these details, Tesla has yet to release full official specs or pricing for the Cybertruck, save for a few aspects such as its 800-volt charging architecture. Unofficial leaks have also suggested the launch of dual and tri-motor configurations, among other features. Now, as the Cybertruck's debut at Tesla's Gigafactory Texas on November 30th approaches, A leaked poster provides a sneak peek at the pickup's towing and payload capacity. A VIN decoder suggests the existence of two Cybertruck variants, likely indicating different motor powertrains. And the weight classifications of these variants also raise questions about which version corresponds to the newly disclosed payload and towing specs. And in terms of payload capacity, the Cybertruck's 2,500 pounds surpass those of the Chevy Silverado 1500, the Ford F-150, in the Ram 1500. However, when compared with heavy-duty trucks like the Chevy Silverado HD and the Ford Super Duty, the Cybertruck carries significantly less. For towing capacity, the Cybertruck's 11,000-pound rating falls short of both full-size and heavy-duty combustion-powered trucks, and notable comparisons include the Chevy Silverado HD 20,000 pounds and the Ford Super Duty's staggering 30,000 pounds. Now, the upcoming delivery event is expected to unveil more details about the Cybertruck. This long-awaited launch has been marked by numerous delays, speculative pricing, and a stream of spy shots and pre-production images. And recent official details from a Tesla store in San Diego further elaborate on the Cybertruck, confirming a max payload of 2,500 pounds and a towing capacity of 11,000. Notably, the initially claimed 3,500-pound payload capacity at the 2019 launch party appears to have been reduced in the production model. Additionally, the display highlights the Cybertruck's shadow-resistant glass and its adaptive air suspension system, suitable for both on-road and off-road. The vehicle's ultra-hard stainless steel exoskeleton has also been a point of interest, especially following Elon Musk's demonstration involving a machine gun test. Despite these revelations, many details remain undisclosed, including the EPA-estimated range. Charging rates and times, cargo and passenger volume, acceleration time, and the official curb weight. It's essential to consider how it stacks up against the electric competitors in the broader market. The EV sector, particularly in the truck segment, is becoming increasingly crowded, with players like Ford and Rivian already making significant inroads. Tesla's entry with a Cybertruck is not just about introducing another EV, but also about setting new standards in terms of performance, utility, and tech in the electric truck segment. And the design of the Cybertruck also deserves a little bit of special attention. Its futuristic angular design is significant departure from traditional truck aesthetics. This bold styling has been a topic of much discussion and debate among automotive enthusiasts and potential buyers. And while some praise its unique look, others are skeptical about its appeal to traditional truck buyers. However, Tesla has never shied away from unconventional designs And the Cybertruck is yet another example of its willingness to break the mold. Now, another aspect to consider is Cybertruck's impact on Tesla's brand and market positioning. As a company known for its innovation and disruption in the auto industry, Tesla's foray into the highly competitive truck market is a testament to its ambition to broaden its product range and appeal to a more diverse customer base. The truck market, especially in the United States, is significant and highly lucrative. And Tesla's success with the Cybertruck could further solidify its position as a leading EV truck manufacturer. Now, finally, Cybertruck's launch and the subsequent performance in the market will be closely watched by industry analysts and competitors. It represents not just a new product launch, but a significant moment in the evolution of EV trucks. The truck's reception, both in terms of sales and customer feedback, will provide valuable insights into the market's readiness for electric trucks and weird-looking electric trucks, and the further direction of the EV technology. The Cybertruck's unveiling has been met with both anticipation and scrutiny. Its payload and towing capabilities position it as a strong contender in the truck market, while its distinctive design and the Tesla's brand innovation reputation add to its allure. And as we wait more detailed information at the upcoming delivery event, the Cybertruck continues to generate significant interest and debate underscoring the potential impact on the EV sector and the truck auto industry at large. Divided by next up on the show, let's examine a significant labor dispute involving Tesla in Sweden. The situation has seen Tesla's workshops in Sweden struck by a wave of strikes led by the powerful trade union IFMETAL. This strike spanning five weeks marks the first time Tesla workers in Sweden have taken such action. And Elon Musk, Tesla CEO, has publicly denounced these strikes as, quote, insane, particularly criticizing secondary strikes that have exacerbated the situation. Now, the strikes by IFMETAL, a union with over 300,000 members in Sweden industry, began after Tesla refused to sign a collective agreement with the union. Now, this refusal has sparked a broader labor dispute, drawing in support from other unions and potentially threatening to extend to neighboring Norway. The unfolding situation raises significant concerns about the future of Sweden's labor model and the global labor practices of companies like Tesla. The conflict at the heart of these strikes revolves around Tesla's reluctance to engage in collective bargaining, a key element of Sweden's labor model. Collective agreements in Sweden regulate aspects like salary, pension, working hours, and holidays, typically managed by unions and employers rather than the state. Now, despite a decline in union membership over recent years, the majority of Swedish workers still operate under such agreements. Now, this strike, however, has grown beyond Tesla's workers. Secondary actions from eight other unions have amplified the impact, with sectors ranging from transport to postal services joining in. And these strikes are not just a local issue, but are echoing across Scandinavia. Norway's largest private sector union, Follis Fordenton, Has also expressed readiness to take sympathy action, potentially expanding the dispute's reach. Now, Marie Nilsson, the chair of the IF Metal, IF Metal, emphasized the strike's significance beyond Tesla, framing it as a defense of the Swedish union model. She warned that allowing companies like Tesla to operate without collective agreements could set a precedent for other international firms in Sweden. And this sentiment is echoed by other union representatives and analysts who view the dispute as a crucial moment for Swedish labor. Now, Tesla's reaction to the strikes has been notably firm. Musk's condemnation of the strikes on X, formerly known as Twitter, underlines the company's stance against unionization efforts. This stance, however, has led to significant operational challenges for Tesla in Sweden. For instance, the refusal of postal services to deliver license plates to new Tesla cars has directly impacted the company's ability to operate effectively and the situation is also influencing other businesses in Sweden. Following the commencement of the Tesla strike, the Swedish global payment firm Klarna signed a collective agreement perhaps to avoid similar conflicts, and this indicates a broader recognition of the importance to collective bargaining in the Swedish corporate landscape. Now, furthermore, there's speculation that this dispute could influence other companies like Spotify to reconsider their stance on collective agreements. Spotify had previously withdrawn from talks regarding such agreements, suggesting a potential shift in the corporate approach to labor relations in Sweden. And the response from Musk and Tesla highlights the tension between traditional Scandinavian labor practices and the American corporate approach. Jesper Hammark, an economic history researcher, drew parallels between their strike and the past labor disputes, suggesting that the union's resolve might compel Tesla to reconsider its stance on collective bargaining in Sweden. Now, the implications of the strike extend beyond Sweden's borders. Analysts warned that the dispute could influence labor practices in other European countries, particularly Germany, where Tesla also operates and where unions hold significant influence. The outcome of the strike could set a precedent for Tesla's labor relations in other regions, too, potentially impacting the company's global operations. Now, the ongoing labor dispute between Tesla and Sweden unions represents a critical juncture for labor relations in Sweden and potentially for Tesla's global operations. The company's resistance to collective bargaining in Sweden has sparked a significant conflict with powerful unions, and the outcome of this dispute could have far-reaching consequences for labor practices in other countries where Tesla operates. Now, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the show today. Remember to hit the subscribe or the follow button on your podcast platform if you got anything out of this. It's free, only takes a second, and every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or under, helping you quickly stay informed. We appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you more insights into the world of Elon Musk and his companies in the future. So please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you tomorrow.